Welcome to this episode of Behind the Counter, The Beanery. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Adrian, And, and together, together we're spilling the beans. Today we're talking with Casey Hilty, Bayou Church member, artist, and author of Her Children Arise, Passing a Legacy of Faith to the Next Generation. I'm really anxious to meet with Casey today um, because I feel like her book is a good example of seeking out motherhood through um, biblical design. Uh, you know, in this world, this day and age, being a mom, regardless of if you're a homeschool mom or a mom of kids in public school, private school, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard to figure out a way to be in touch with your relationship with the Lord and live it out on a day-to-day -day basis. And I think Casey uses her book as a good way to, you know, invite us into those relationships as mothers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just having that biblical lens um, in our motherhood can be so helpful. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm really excited. Um Let's go ahead and we'll well let's welcome Casey in. <laughs> All right, we're here with Casey Hilty, Bayou Church member and author of Her Children Arise. How you doing today, Casey? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for Absolutely. being here. Absolutely. Thank we you for joining. We yeah. really are excited to talk to you and listen about your book. Yeah. More about your book. Yeah. Um, so why don't you first introduce yourself to listeners because not every, I mean, a lot of people know you, but not everybody knows you very well. So why don't you introduce, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm Casey and I'm an author, artist, speaker, and worship leader for small events. And I've been a member of the Bayou Church for 12, 13 years, 12 <laughs> about 12 years um and we moved to acadiana around that time and uh and now i'm a teacher i was a stay-at-home mom for 14 years and then went back and now i'm teaching at my kids school that's yes. awesome luckily my daughter was at, actually attends the same school that she teaches um and she mm -hmm. did have miss hilty as her speech and communications teacher um Aww. before she moved up to the middle school so she still rants and raves about how much she loves miss casey Aww. well i love that i love what i get to teach i get to teach speech communication and which includes public speaking and something that i've been doing for years and um, performance art interpersonal communication because you know like after covid and stuff there's and with technology and video games everybody's glued to their tablets and then there was a year and a half ish where we really didn't socialize with people so getting to right. help kids learn how to communicate and connect with people because i i just i'm fascinated by how people connect with others right. and uh and i do that through art and writing and speaking and so now i get to teach kids to do that and it's fun Yes. That's awesome. It sounds like you just have such a passion and love for what you do. Yeah, I so love it. Awesome. I love it. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about more like of your art? Because we're going to get into your book. But what mm -hmm. about like the art that you do as well? So I started, I picked art up as a hobby when I first became a stay-at-home mom. I needed something during nap time that was just for me, a way for me to connect. And I really, um, art became a medium in which I began to connect with God. And so I paint or use digital art to create a lot of scripture art and that's a way where if i'm reading scripture i'll add a visual element to that typically through lettering i specialize in lettering um and that just gives me another 
um, way to connect and really meditate and really pray over the verses that I'm reading. And I love the visual element, and it's kind of how my brain connects scripture to my heart. Mm. And I and I do that for um, one for myself. I just I doodle a lot for myself. But then I started doing it for like women's conferences, and I've done several of the art pieces for Adore that we give to the guests and I'll do it for retreats and when there's a when there's a verse they really want the women to connect with I'll create a custom piece for them to give as gifts wow. or for them to use as the background for their um, slides and stuff like that yeah I noticed that the little cord that they gave us to take home from a door had your signature on yes. it and it's up in my office it's something that I look at every day so oh, it's really cool to incorporate that you are able to incorporate scripture into art in such a beautiful way. Uh, what the really cool thing about that is that I get to connect with the verse before Everyone. the rest of the women are introduced to what verse is, you know, the main verse of the conference. And I really enjoy doing that. It gives me the opportunity also to pray over the conferences or retreats or whatever. I've done um, scripture art for a different. Um, book releases for a lot of my author friends and it just it's it's a fun way to be able to give a gift to someone that's going to be meaningful i also love in deuteronomy um 11 where it talks about adorning your the gates like with scripture and um and doing that in our homes and so it allows people to have a visual element of of God's word hanging in their homes to be able to look at and meditate on and pray over. Um, and we can do that through like Hobby Lobby, but right. then it kind of becomes the verses become cliche where it's like, Correct. Oh, I love mm-hmm. this art piece to go over my kitchen sink without really thinking about what the meaning behind it is. Right. Right. And, right. Uh, and so then it's, it, yeah. it almost, like you said, it washes out the meaning of the verse itself because it's right. like, well, if it's printed, on a napkin and a piece of wood and here and there you're like it's almost just like any other quote that you see right right and so that's what I that's mainly the artwork that I do do now now I want to ask you I've I've never actually gotten to meet you in person Um, however I did attend that women's night last summer Um, but regardless rumor has it now this is from my daughter that you you were commissioned to create an art piece for Lauren Daigle is that so I wasn't commissioned to do an art piece for Lauren Daigle but um, (laughs) I do know that several of several people that she knows bought some of my artwork to give to her as gifts because that's all maddie could talk about um she's like mom miss hilty drew pictures for lauren daigle uh somebody bought some already made artwork for her because i don't even know how that came up in class one day they were um they always ask me random questions about art or writing and that just kind of popped up one day and they were like Ooh, so how famous are you? I'm like, I'm not at all, but I do know a famous person. I do know that there is a famous, I don't know the famous person, but I do know that there is a famous person who has some of my artwork. And they were like, who, who, who? Well, that's funny because it made an impact. um, And she still talks about it. She's like, yeah, you know, Miss Hilty, you know, the one who has Lauren Daigle's painting. I'm like, okay. You know what? If she wants to commission me for a piece of artwork, I would love to do that for her. So Lauren Daigle, if you're listening. 
Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know how many years ago at the Adore conference, it was the one where we had the stage in the middle mm-hmm. and we all faced in the middle. I don't, how many years ago was that? And you led artwork, scripture artwork yeah. with this, like there physically, like we didn't just yeah. go home with it. We did it ourselves. That was in 2014. And that was, um, that was the doing that preparing for that is when I really felt God calling me to speak. Um, and I had majored in public speaking in, in college and communications in college. Um, and that's when I really felt the Lord was like, okay, here's where we're integrating what you have studied for what you have prepared for with your faith. And that adore really jumps around. I've done that same, um, across the country and in Haiti as well. And that's, that's a way I still do that where I'll connect colors to scripture. And that's what we focused on there was how can we use, cause this is a very simple art piece. I knew the, the crowd, some people would be terrified to pick up a paintbrush in front of other people. Um, that's not enjoyable for a lot of people. So it was about less about the technique and more about how we're layering colors and what we're creating as a foundation to, of scripture using those colors so we're layering this first color which means this and we're layering the second color which means this and these are really the building blocks for ultimately the gold cross was at the end um and and so each of the colors was really really tied into scripture god's word so you can connect to it in a different way and that's a, a lot of art for me isn't necessarily the outcome but the process right. of it um, is a lot of oh it's it's I I can't even describe it but for me it's just a very worshipful experience using your hands to create mm-hmm. as a way to glorify God not necessarily about the outcome I feel like anything that we're creating for Him for His glory we're like holding it up to Him like look what I did for you <laughs> and He's like major huge fridge in his heavenly realm and he's like (laughs) posting it on his fridge for everybody to look at because he's proud of that oh that's a beautiful image that That is that truly i've never really thought about that until (laughs) you said i'm like okay so as moms our kids come up with scribble scratch and they're so proud of it and you're putting it on the fridge even though you would never buy that in a gallery or anything Mm -hmm, there's not a price tag that you would put on that or expect anybody to want to pay for it be because of the heart that came behind it when they were like, I made this for you. Right. It's so that's true, special. Casey. It that's is true. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. So tell us more about your book. You mm-hmm. you just published, you just came out with Her Children Arise. Mm-hmm. What can you tell our listeners that maybe have not read it? Mm-hmm. For those that have not picked it up and read through it yet, yeah. what do you want to say about your book and the summary and, and what it means? Her Children Arise, Passing a Legacy of Faith to the Next Generation is about the sense that we have as mothers to for our kids to know Jesus and what we have no control over that. We cannot control whether or not our kids sincerely pray for salvation and um, receive God's grace. That's their heart. That's their connection with Jesus. However, um, they're we can't just expect to show up to church on Sundays and then go about our our week and then expect our kids to get to know Jesus through us. 
We can't expect that. So in order for us to be able to pass down a faith, we have to know God very deeply. We have to live out our faith. It has to be, he has to be a part of our daily lives for our kids to be able to recognize him in us. So back in, oh my goodness, when we first moved here, I was searching for a Bible study group um, for moms. And I, we, I even went to different churches. Like, is there a Bible study group for moms? Where I had lived in Baton Rouge, there was one. And that's where I did not grow up in a Christian home. I didn't know Jesus until I was a senior in high school. So I was like, um, I needed their lifeline. I didn't know what a Christ-centered home looked like. And I really, really connected with with the other moms who were a couple stages ahead of me that were like, this is what our Christ-centered family looks like. It can look different for so many different people. And so I wanted that here, but they didn't have that here. And somebody was like, well, you can start one. And I'm like, (laughs) no, I'm, I'm the receiver. I need this. Like I'm not leading this. I I need this. No, I'm not ready for (laughs) to But um, with the help of Carol Mills and some other people on staff, uh, we kicked off a Bible study group here called Momentum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that very first group was just 15 women from all across the community, uh, different denominations. We met here on Tuesday mornings and took advantage of the childcare that we had here. <laughs> and um, we did a short study that was five weeks long, but we had 10 weeks of childcare. So Carolyn and I took turns teaching on different moms in the Bible. And after we made the lessons, and we kind of gave them a little homework to go home and do, and I tucked those lessons away, never to think about them again, until I was at a global leadership summit here and have you ever had that moment where God speaks to you in as close to an audible way as possible? Mm. Yes. And, yes. and you have like, you're just like, oh my, I just heard from God. Did you hear? I literally turned to my husband. And I said, did you just hear that? Because God just told me to write a book. And he was like, no, I mean, we're, we're in the middle of a summit and he's listening to the speaker. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, I was right there in the auditorium and I, I was like, God is calling me to write a book. And he's like, oh, okay. And um, I pulled out those lessons, and I wrote a Bible study curriculum on eight different moms in the Bible. And so that first group of momentum was 15 women. And by the time I finished that Bible study curriculum, we had over 100 women sign up to learn, dig more, dig very deep into God's Word, to learn more about these women who came before us, whose faith is forever captured in the Bible, what can we glean from them? Because we have our nightstands are piled with parenting books and mm-hmm. how, how do we do all these? Mm-hmm. All these and yeah, this is a parenting book, but, um, <laughs> but um, really it is digging into God's word and connecting with the people in the Bible. And there's a bunch of moms in the Bible who have a lot of the same struggles that we had and more. Right. And we see their perseverance, we see their faith, and there's a lot we can learn from that. So this book stemmed from that Bible study, and it delves into the lives of the moms in the Bible and their faith journeys and how we can connect to those moms and and even the generations that came before us, our grandparents. And I thought I was a first-generation Christian, but then I found my great grandmother's memoirs, and mm. she wrote in there. Um, I'm going to paraphrase, but I remember my mom sitting in her chair with her Bible on her knee. Who of my grandchildren will carry this on? I was prayed for. 
I had no idea. And and here I am. And yes, faith jumped around and looked a lot different in the generations between the two of ours. My parents came to faith much later in life, after my sister and I already had. And so um, it really is, what are the generations before us teaching us about God? How do we dig into that? Not just them, but also the people in the Bible. And it opened my eyes to the reality of the history of these women, these stories. And even if you read in between the lines, there's so many more women that are in there that led to what we know as like our faith today. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, especially if you think about the genealogy of Jesus and Mm -hmm. the five women listed in Matthew 1, um, you know, that was monumental for the women to be noted there yeah, and the absolutely. mothers to be noted there and there's something about how we pass down our faith how we demonstrate our faith live out our faith that are more is caught than taught absolutely so our kids are going to be looking at us seeing our actions hearing us and if we are teaching scripture without living it out there's going to be a huge disconnect for them they're not going to be able to know who Jesus is. They're not going to be able to connect with God unless we're also living out our faith. I agree. Yes. I agree. And I think that was very well said. I love that. So when you felt God calling you to write this book, I'm sure you had, did you have fear or anxiety or doubts or did you kind of just go into it like? He said it. I'm, I'm in. Oh, yeah. no. I, <laughs> I, I argued with him like a little yeah. toddler or teenager. I said, I'm not a writer. I, for three, you, y'all, for three years, I woke up every day, and the first thought on my mind was, "You should be writing today," and that was not my thought. Oh, three man. years until I finally, I was growing a business um, outside of this, uh, outside of writing, and um, it was about to take off. Um, just made some some big business decisions to make it take off, and he was like, "You're closing it down." <gasps> and I, <laughs> and it was an art business that I was loving, and I said, "Okay." Oh. Three years I woke up every day, and I couldn't juggle both. Um, and now I'm trying to juggle teaching and, and writing, so it's a, but, it's a completely oh, different thing. But now I've laid the foundation for my writing journey and speaking, and so now I'm at a place where I am able to somewhat, not always gracefully, but somewhat juggle Manage it both all. teaching and writing and speaking. Well, and with, if you're living in God's will for your life, doing what he's, I mean, I feel like he, he makes a way. Oh, he I makes have a my, way. So. The word that I've been praying over and over this year has been capacity. Because I launched a book the first month of school, and I told him, I am only one person. I have no idea how you expect me to do that. So my biggest prayer, especially during that month, was, all right, give me capacity. And he did in in weird ways um just like i had not the way you envisioned not not giving you more hours um, in a day not (laughs) no because i'm somebody that needs my sleep and he was like set an alarm earlier and i mm, Mm, mm -mm. mm -mm. and i did and he was allowing me to continue to function through the day um just just a lot of weird things um getting covid and being out for i i still had the the I was very dizzy from COVID, so I couldn't like get up and move around a lot, but um, I was able to sit up in bed and get some work done that I wouldn't have been able to get done and, and of course, had to stay home right. for a couple days. I'm like, all right, is this your idea of capacity? Because, I am I mean, I'll use it, 
and I did, but I'm but, like, this yeah. this doesn't feel good. Illness so is it not, was not it was pushing through. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, capacity was has been the biggest prayer that I've because I know he's called me to these things. And I've been very stretched thin. It's my husband has stepped in a lot cooking. Uh, we already talked about before we started <laughs> yeah. how much I disdain cooking. It's not I don't. <laughs> it's it's not my favorite. But he has pulled a a lot of the cooking load. The kids have stepped up in doing a lot of chores, which they're at the age now. Mm-hmm. It's been yeah. a great way for me to be like, oh no, you're a teenager. You can do your own laundry now. Yes. Um, and I've also had to give myself a lot of grace hired somebody to help me with the house and and so that when I do come home I can push through an hour of writing and while the kids are doing chores and I'm trying to check things off of the list right um and so yeah capacity sometimes he gives it to us and if it ever becomes too overwhelming that's when he's like now it's time to rest and he did that just for me I was I was to my breaking point about a month ago and he broke my computer and it went to the shop thank you orchard for fixing it <laughs> um but uh that was out so i got to relax over thanksgiving break when that's normally a time i would pick up my computer and start writing and um booking events and things and i was and no no nope. he no. said take a little break he did and take i was so break. grateful for it i'm like thank you i needed yeah. this it's like you know you need it but you just ha- I, if you're anything like me you have a hard time just saying no and mm-hmm. when it's right there in your face it's it's so easy to just pop that lid open and type out a few things and then a few things turns into an hour or two and- too, especially when i get really into it i'm like oh no 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 there's a thought it's coming I'm right, gonna, right. I'm yeah, gonna like get if it. If I just, just keep me... sitting here, it'll come to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also, I will tell you, going back to teaching while doing all of this has helped me become more laser fo- focused when right. I need to be and not just like, oh, I'll do a little bit here and then da, da, da. like, no, I'm, I'm like, this is the time I have. I have to do it. Right. So that's helped. It sounds like you have great time management, though. It oh, really no, it's sounds terrible. Like you... That's God. Okay. <laughs> that's part of the capacity. It's stuff. not yes. Casey. It's, it's not oh Casey. no, I have Scott. terrible time management. There's there's often time, and he's also blessed me with a husband who is he can like sit down and say, "All right, you can't spend time doing this. If you have this to do, you need to do this." So so Bo is a great manager of time and will help. Shouldn't you be? Yes, I should. Okay, got it. Focus. Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's that good. good. Our spouses can do that for us. Like they can. they're stronger. We're weak sometimes. So that's yes. awesome. Yes. So to wrap up, please mm-hmm. tell everyone where they can, like the options in purchasing mm-hmm. or, or either, whether it's online or physically, which mm-hmm. I, I have to say it's like physically, it's so beautiful. It's very, Thank very beautiful. You. I so, did get to design the cover which is the most exciting thing to me. It's very beautiful. um, Thank you for saying that because a lot of heart went into the design of the cover. So we look at it and we're like, this is so beautiful. And you probably look at it and you're like, you don't know how much work went into it. It was, (laughs) I mean, it, well, honestly, it wasn't a lot of work. It was, I had a vision and I'm like, I need to get this down. And fortunately my agent was like, I love it. She actually had the idea. So for those of you who can't see, it's um, a watercolor image of the eight moms that I talk about in the Bible. And my agent was the one who had the idea. You need the modern day mom in there. So it's the modern day mom in the 
center holding a Bible with the biblical moms flanking her to either side. Um, so it was a collaboration. But as soon as that came out, it was like, yes. And um, and I created it. And um, I'm so glad y'all love it. I do. It's very Thank beautiful. You. Thank you. So what are all the purchasing options that you have? So the book right now is available on Amazon and Barnes and & Noble. And, but if you go to my website, www.caseyhilty.com, you can learn more about the book. Um, I have lots of different resources for moms on there, devotionals and things um, that are free for subscribers. Um, but you can get more information on there. That's awesome. I look forward to visiting your website. I didn't realize that was even available. Oh, I just went on Amazon, purchased there. a copy of your book, and I'm like, this is great. Yes, there's lots of goodies on there. I also sell um, a nativity garland, which is a countdown for Christmas okay. that um, kids can turn over every day that leads oh, up to Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. It's um, it's sold in my shop, but if you sign up on my website, it's uh, I have a free download of the devotional that goes along with it. So on your website, mm-hmm. there's a physical like countdown, and yes. then it comes with a digital download that has devotions. Yes. So there's okay. a QR code that comes with every set of nativity garland cards and that came from when i was putting out the nativity one day as we do every christmas it kind of just got put out without a second thought because it's become a piece of decor for christmas right and i was looking at the pieces i'm like how much do my kids actually know about all the individual pieces Mm -hmm. so the nativity garland there are individual cards that singles out each piece of the nativity. So there's the oh. host of angels. There's the angel. There's Bethlehem, the star of Bethlehem, the Magi. Um, there's the prophecies that were from the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And then there's on Christmas, Adam, because Adam came before Eve. You read about Joseph. Then on Christmas Eve, you read about Mary. And then on Christmas Day, you turn over Jesus's card and read about Jesus. And then the panoramic of the whole nativity is revealed because you turn over one card each day. And it's a piece of the nativity coming together until you finally turn around Jesus wow. on, on the Christmas Day. So that the devotional is free for subscribers on my website. But also I do sell the cards online. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna have to check that out. Same I here. Love I mean, that. that sounds so beautiful. My daughter has a, n- a nativity set up in her room, but for her to actually be in touch with it and learn the history behind it, I think would be such a beautiful thing. Yes, and each each card has a verse and a picture of that piece of the nativity, and then the devotional itself goes into who is this person, or what is this place, or what's the significance of the right. star. Because we don't spend enough time talking about we that. Do not. And then it is meant to now what our family has done, it's replaced our stockings on the mantle and has become the centerpiece of our family. And I've seen a lot of family. I've sold um oh over eight hundred of these and wow. there um many people send me pictures and it's on their mantle as and so our stockings are now on our staircase but we really wanted to christ to be the center and the focal point of christmas Mm -hmm. and in our home it is that's That's wonderful that's beautiful that's beautiful i really like that so i want to thank you for because you're a very busy woman (laughs) thank you so much for sitting down and and just talking with us and and 
I don't know, just sharing more about your book and, and more about you. I really, no, this I really is, appreciate it. This is amazing. And I'm so blessed and honored that y'all invited me. Thank y'all so much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You. you were one of the first people that came to mind whenever Aww. we began <laughs> yes. our conversation. So, um, yes, thank you for your time and sharing more about yourself personally, your book, and even your website. I'm, I'm anxious oh. to just check it all out after this yeah. Uh, yeah. little meeting. I appreciate it. Thanks. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. And you know what? Now that December is here and the holidays are quickly approaching, it's a great time to buy that Nativity Garland from Casey. Um, I just, I, I loved hearing from Casey today. I loved hearing her story and this inspiration and work behind this book. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. And if anyone else would be interested in sharing their story, their personal testimony, or just meeting with Stephanie and I, you can always send us a message on our Facebook page behind the counter. You can send us an email at behindthecounter.podcast23 at gmail.com, or you can find us on Sunday morning behind the counter.